So over the weekend, I stumbled upon a very interesting question online. And the question was, would you rather marry the hottest person alive or the smartest person alive? And after a bit of thinking, I do have to conclude that the option that I would go for is to just be celibate, really. Now, let me just explain myself for a bit, because normally some person would either pick the smartest one or the hottest one. And I can get why most people would want to go for the smartest one, because, you know, the whole bit about beauty doesn't necessarily come with brains kind of thing. And I get it. I get it. Going for the smartest person in the world is probably the best option. They may not be the most good looking partner in the world or, you know, just the most good looking anywhere. But when you think about it, they do seem to carry more value. But then I did a little bit more research on this, and when I looked into the current smartest person in the world, uh, it's a man, and his name is Christopher Langan. Now, this man is 68 years old. Now, I don't even care about the age, but I'm not into guys. So I'm not into the male species. I don't play against the home team, so I probably wouldn't go for this one. Uh, I also did kind of look at the person with the highest IQ in the world, and her name is Marilyn Voss Savant. And she is 78 years old. So not unless if I'm into old married grandmothers, because she's married, or, you know, 68-year-old men, I would definitely not go for the smartest person in the world. And the plus side of going for the hottest person in the world is that there's no real form of measurement for deciphering who the hottest person in the world is. Some people are into tall people, others are into short some people like come a little bit thicky in there. You know, people like me that have a sickness for the thickness. And then there's the people that like them skinny and petite. Plus, if you use like scientific formulas to decipher what beauty is and everything based on stuff like asymmetry, you might end up with the finest person being Amber Heard. And last I checked, Amber Heard has a thing for whooping people. So I don't know if I'm down for it. You know, I can probably hold my own in a fight. I just don't think I'll be able to hold my own in a fight with a woman who I happen to share a bed with. So in that case, I'd probably go celibate. But now that I even think of it a little bit further, being hot is a very subjective topic. You can't entirely decipher who the hottest person is on the planet because it's very subjective what good looking is. So I'd much rather call myself the hottest person in the world and then go for the hottest person in the world, which is myself, get married to myself, and then choose to have an open relationship or even become polygamous and go and end up being with and possibly marrying other smart and beautiful women that are a combination of both of those qualities. And just like that, I have beaten the system. But anyways, my interest aside, we have a podcast to do. And considering that this is the final podcast episode of 2020, I should probably do this in a very special celebratory way. But you know what? We're just going to do it the normal, typical manner that we do. So, welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast. Coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who has suddenly beat the system of smart and hot. He is a man whose favorite form of cardio has moved on from jumping to conclusions to skipping leg day. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, your weekly love, sex, and relationships podcast. And, well, I don't even know how to say this, but 2020 is actually almost over. Like, we had January, February, March, then Corona, Corona, Corona. 
then December where things kind of have livened up but 2021 is actually here with us and I am not able to get past the fact that the next year is actually called 2021. It pretty much sounds like 2020 is giving us the middle finger for everything that it's managed to do to our lives. But that being said, I think we do need to be appreciative of the fact that we've been alive this entire time. We've lost a ton of people to Corona and many other issues that came with 2020. But that aside, we do have to kind of keep it moving. So before I get to the main topic, there was this interesting thing that I read on Facebook and I do have to admit that I have some thoughts on it. Now the post read, Dear Someone's Daughter. If a married man tells you he is having problems in his marriage and how bad it is, advise him to consider counselling. The solutions to his problems is definitely not between your legs. And I have to admit that to some degree, much as this is very easy to agree with, I kind of have to disagree. Because you might actually have the solution to his problems between your legs. Just saying. I'm not saying that it's always a solution to go for someone else's vagina, but well sometimes that is a solution because here's the thing imagine this man got married recently and he got married to a woman who said that she would not have sex till marriage and this guy has probably been laying pipe before then so he lays that pipe for the first time and even the second and the third and it comes out as some of the worst pussy he's ever been in and now he is stuck with substandard pussy because he was not able to find out early enough now i'm not saying that this means that you should be having sex before marriage you know that's entirely up to you but this is actually a problem that occurs for some people because they didn't check the sexual compatibility and let's say for this guy sex is a priority and not a bonus so he's suddenly in this situation where he's stuck with substandard uh, vagina and he is trying to get himself out so yes you could be the answer to his problem at the time and he can also be the answer to your problem you could be having money issues and he has a fat wallet and you want to reach that and the only way you can reach there is through opening up your legs just saying so in this case i can humbly admit that yes you might actually be an answer to his problems now if his problems aren't of that kind and it involves other things so like the communication barrier that might be between him and his wife you know uh his inability to be a good father to the kids stuff like that obviously you can't exactly solve such a problem and yes you will not be the solution to his problems and at that point you could say that yes you should probably go and see a counselor preferably a marriage counselor because well him and his wife need to work some shit out but when you kind of look at it yes maybe you might be the solution maybe you might not be the solution if you choose to go down that path and open that door then yes he could solve your problems which could be one pipe which you could definitely get from a single person and money which you could have probably gone from a single simp or from working harder among other things then you do kind of open yourself up to another set of issues such as one being labeled a homewrecker two being a certified side piece and well three you could have a whole barrage of older women that want to kill you and some of these older women do practice witchcraft because well this is the part of the world where we live in where witchcraft is actually a thing that can happen and you don't want to be bewitched and you know have the inability to take a piss for a while because you've ruined someone's marriage now do you so that being said i don't think that people should go and sleep with married people but you know like i said sometimes you could be the solution to one of them problems so that being said make love not war 
and if it's not your ring then there's no reason for you to hop on it unless requested and agreed upon by the other party and to kind of just cap everything off spread love not your legs ladies but anyways we should move it on to our topic for today but before we do that though I know you're dying to continue the podcast you're currently listening to, but we have to interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you Sound Nation. Delve into music ranging from hip-hop to rumba, rock to bongo, and much, much more. We shall review new albums as well as fresh singles whilst paying homage to the sounds of the past. Find our episodes on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast streaming platforms. So while I was on IG this past weekend, there was this interesting thing that I kind of saw where someone had written that uh, they had met their man when someone had posted him on as her boyfriend and as her MCM, aka Man Crush Monday, for those of you that don't know. And the man was so fine that this babe went and DM'd him, one thing led to another, and now they're together, they're in love. And this other babe that posted him up as the boyfriend and MCM has been left in the past. And the teaching that she was bringing was continue advertising your boyfriends. We're going to be right here waiting. And in as much as I get that a lot of women flamed this babe for saying such a thing, like everyone kind of put her on blast and they're like, oh, how dare women do this? This isn't right. I do have to admit something. She's actually saying the truth because in a sense, it's like you kind of put him up on the market and you've made him even seem more desirable. Now, I have said this time and time again, and I think I should probably repeat it because somebody needs to hear it. And it is that men are more attractive when they're in relationships. Men will always seem to be more attractive to women when they're cuffed. Because there's a certain subconscious bit with women and, you know, the desire for stability. And considering that they prefer to go for a tried and tested option as opposed to trial and error as most people probably would then going for a cuffed guy seems like a much better option because if a guy is cuffed it clearly means that the babe who has cuffed him has done those tests and has found him to be worthy enough to be with meaning that there's some level of stability that she feels she can have with him and that he is a desirable mate and possibly someone that can give you know good children or some shit and the thing with that is it means that he's already tried and tested it means that he has passed the tests and he can probably be a good boyfriend to not just her but to someone else and that way they just seem more attractive you know just simple science like that so you posting your bay up as an mcm is in one way or another a very nice way of putting him up on the market and saying you know what i have the best shit ever and you know he can probably be taken because whether you like it or you don't not unless if you're like married to him or anything and even though you are it's still not assured that guy can still be hit on by other women and he can still be cuffed by other women like there's this whole talk about when you're with someone it's not like you own all of them you're just the highest shareholder at that time or at least you hope that you are the highest shareholder at that time. And it does kind of make quite a bit of sense. Now, by all means, I'm not saying that you shouldn't post up any MCMs that you're dating at the time. I'm just saying that the minute you do that, be ready for external forces to start attacking your relationship. So if you're strong enough, if your partner is faithful enough, if there is zero insecurities there, then you should be good to go, I guess. Uh, But that being said, 
my interest in that post wasn't even that post in itself. The thing that caught my eye was this comment that I read under it, which was posted up by some woman and she said, and I quote, I lost my guy best friend four years ago that I had feelings for like this. We were exploring things and taking our time. I posted some photos of us at a formal dance. We didn't even get our chance because of how fast this chick that was trying to get back into my good graces from stabbing me in the back before that knew me jumped in his DMs. She didn't know him at all at all. He and I had knew each other 15 years. Everyone knew this chick from blah 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 was a dirty pass around. She even moved to New York to escape where my bestie happened to live and the rest is history. They moved in together this year. For him, I supported his music and his passions and hard times. And then she just came and ruined our friendship and any other possibilities. I felt betrayed, but I've healed from it. People will really do some grimy things out here. End quote. Now, after reading this comment very well and sort of just trying to peruse through some of the sub comments that were under it, I did start with one very simple question. Who the hell said he was yours? Like, I know I'm sounding a little bit blunt and all, but who the hell said he was yours? Firstly, you describe him as a best friend. Like, he wasn't necessarily your boyfriend, so at what point was he exclusively yours? And the problem with this is, a lot of times you'll find that people who are sort of having a thing, who haven't exclusively started dating, will usually kind of have this feeling of entitlement to someone. So when they see them with someone else, it's like, oh shit. How could you dare do this to me? And I'm not saying that this happens to women alone. Like this is something that happens to guys too. Even when you find someone is hitting on someone else and their friend goes and manages to get a chance with them, whether it's to date them, whether it's to even just have a one night stand and shit like that, it suddenly becomes this issue between both friends. And there's usually this fight of why did you do this? Why did you go for her or for him? Yet you knew that I was there. And frankly, I honestly just have to say that as long as the other person chose your pal, I don't really think it's up to you to feel anything. Yes, feelings are feelings and it's perfectly normal to not feel good. You lost your chance at something that you genuinely liked. I also feel bad. But considering that the other person is a human being that gets to make his or her own choices, them choosing your pal over you is perfectly okay. I don't think that it's necessarily your friend's fault and you know if if your friend managed to get her or him then it could have also meant that you wouldn't have had a chance because you'll find that most friends tend to be fairly different in one way or another. So not unless if you guys were like exclusively together and exclusively dating you really can't say that that person is your man or your woman. But anyways, that being said, I did kind of look at the sub comments that came with this babe's uh, comment and she did go on to clarify that they had kind of gotten together with a best friend and they had started getting intimate and according to her, they had decided to take things slow before this other babe stepped in. And that's another problem that I usually kind of have because in as much as yes, you can say that yes, we decided to take things slow, the question is... Who decided? Was it the both of you? Was it him? Was it you? Because a lot of times you find that people will supposedly make decisions for both them and their supposed partner or current partner at that time. And it might not be a decision that is echoed on the other side. They might want something different. And this will happen time and time again. And you will hear at times when people break up that they will say that 
she was deciding everything or he was deciding on everything and never really gave me a say in any of the decisions so i felt like in the relationship i was along for the ride and it's something that tends to happen a lot of times and a lot of relationships have kind of ended like this and the problem is it's hardly ever mentioned yes sometimes it's good to decide stuff for the both of you like you know what you should probably have for lunch and dinner but it doesn't mean that you get to make all the big decisions yourself yes you can say something and sort of put your foot down and your partner agrees with you but deep down it doesn't mean that they entirely feel the exact same way so if this babe went out and told this guy that you know what we should take things slow then you've pretty much put the decision down for the both of you if she went up and she asked him yo how about we kind of slow things down then maybe if he said yes then maybe you can say that he was kind of on the wrong there although then again i do kind of have to ask now that i've just thought about it you guys have been best friends for 15 bloody years 15 fucking years so you guys have probably had a crush on each other or one person has had a crush on the other for a ballpark estimate of roughly about 5 years just assuming about 5 years of crushing on the other person at what point do you really think that going slow is going to be helpful for the both of you you might as well just continue being best friends at that point with maybe a little bit of intimacy here and there cuz here's the thing like maybe i'm the person that loves moving fast but there's a lot of definitions of going slow and for some people going slow means nearly stagnating or barely even being together and that's kind of like a silent but existing issue for quite a lot of people cuz for some people you can tell them let's take it slow and the slow that you want them to take is you know what let's do the 90 day rule before we can start the bang let's do uh we can only talk or get intimate to a certain degree and we can't go that far for other people it can be something a little bit more extreme such as i don't want you wanting to move in with me after one month of us being together i think there's there's different ways of going slow and you kind of need to start kind of measuring out the whole idea of how slow is too slow because sometimes you'll tell someone that you want to take it slow and it'll pretty much spell the end of the both of you and yes you can probably pull this whole thing of oh if they really wanted to be with you then they'd take things slow with you and they'd be willing to resist or self control blah 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 but let's just be a little bit practical here cuz you can't expect people to wait for you just because you want to be waited for this is someone who's not entirely out of the market and if someone who supposedly comes in offering better or some version of better steps in then they'll be inclined to hop there you kind of have to think about it in the same sense that the person that you feel that you want to be with the person that you want to take things slow with can also be approached by different people and no matter how great you feel you are no matter how great you think you are as a partner as a girlfriend as a person as a provider or any single one of those things there's always going to be someone better and having that in mind will probably help you consider the fact that if you want to decide on something you should probably speak to the other person make sure they're comfortable with it if they're comfortable with waiting for you if they're comfortable being with you but you know holding off on a couple of things for at least a little bit of a while then that should be good enough but remember not unless if you exclusively own this person which i think is tantamount to slavery but we can leave that one aside not unless if you're exclusively dating 
or married to this person then the chances of them leaving for something supposedly better that will not take as slow of a time is always imminent and there's always going to be someone who will offer some version of better that you may or may not be able to offer so you should probably consider that but that being said i will say that there's nothing wrong with taking it slow in a relationship there's nothing wrong with taking it slow with a person that you want to get into a relationship with but just make sure that they are okay with that speed that you are giving to them always make sure that they're comfortable with the level of slow that you're giving to them otherwise you might end up losing out and to kind of cap it off with this babe here considering that she was still referring to this guy as the best friend then technically they weren't really exclusive so he essentially still belonged to the streets so on her side i honestly can't really say i feel sorry for her she just didn't lock him down fast enough but anyways that being said i want to know your thoughts on this do you think taking it slow is the way to go or do you think you should move with emotions no matter how fast they are the dms are open the ig handle to send your comments thoughts and feedback to is at breaktime on west side on facebook you can also hit me up on breaktime on west side and on twitter you can slide into my personal dms at bagaka the d thank you so much for listening all the way till the end i wish you the very best of 2021 and happy new year in advance and i will catch you guys on the next break take care <laughs>